Well, we can assume when a lawyer asks Jesus, and who is my neighbor, that he was thinking to himself, I have taken very good care of my neighbors, that is, the good Jewish people in his neighborhood. Jesus' reply expanded the neighborhood well beyond the lawyer's view. Societies in biblical days were strongly tribal. You identified with your people. There was much hostility between the Jews of Judah and Galilee against the Samaritans, who considered themselves Jewish, but whose center of worship was on Mount Gensim rather than in Jerusalem. The Orthodox Jews considered Samaritans not only heretics, but also as ceremonially unclean. In contrast, the priest and the Levite were at the heart of the temple worship. The lawyer knew his scriptures very well. When Jesus asked, what is written in the law? The lawyer quotes from Deuteronomy 6.5 and Leviticus 19.10, the verses we now call the Great Commandments. Love God and love your neighbor. Reminding us of the two tablets of law which Moses brought down from Mount Sinai. The first commandment about loving God is the Shema, which every Jewish child knows by heart, beginning with, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. It is the prayer that the lawyer in this story would have recited twice every day as an adult Jewish man. The appointed Old Testament reading for this Sunday is from Deuteronomy, which also refers to the first of these great commandments. Turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The story of the Good Samaritan is about the second of Jesus' great commandments found in Leviticus. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. When an alien resides with you in your land, you shall not oppress the alien. The alien who resides with you shall be to you as the citizen among you. You shall love the alien as yourself, for you are aliens in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. The concern for the stranger and alien is a repeated theme throughout the Torah. Speaking through Moses, God makes very clear to the people of Israel that they should care for the strangers and aliens among them. God loves the strangers, providing them food and clothing. You shall also love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Why do we love the stranger and the alien? Notice the repeated refrain in Leviticus, repeated not only in these two verses, but over and over again in the giving of society's laws. I am the Lord your God. God created all people, and our concern for all people shatters the fences of our own tribes. Notice also how Jesus changes the lawyer's question. The lawyer asked, 
and who is my neighbor? By this definition, the neighbors of the story would have been the priest and the Levite, members of his group, not the alien or the heretic Samaritan. However, at the end of the story, Jesus changes the question by asking, which of these three do you think was a neighbor? That is, who proved to be a neighbor? Neighbor is as neighbor does, so to speak. Neighbor is not defined by location or group, but by those who need concern and care. We are all tribal by instinct and by habit. We are most comfortable with and usually care mostly about those like us. But now we live side by side with people of many different tribes. Now my grandchildren attend school with African Americans, Hispanics, Muslims, and a few children from other countries. We are surrounded by people different from us who need our help. We can cite examples from the work of our own congregation, helping others in the community, as well as reaching out to the world through different denominational ministries. The stories of the Good Samaritan and the Prodigal Son are two best known and most loved of all of Jesus' teachings. As well known as they are, they need constant repeating because their messages are so necessary in understanding what Christianity is all about. The Christian faith, following Jesus, reaches out beyond our tribal walls. Our neighbors are those who need us. Amen.